I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Have you ever watched an apocalyptic sci-fi movie and wondered, could any of this really happen? I'm Carrie Bechet, and on Hypothetical, we explore what-if questions two ways, through speculative science fiction and through insight from the world's most brilliant scientists. And spoiler alert, your favorite sci-fi movies aren't nearly as far-fetched as you may think. Time travel with me into our possible futures on Hypothetical. New episodes every Tuesday available on all podcast apps. That's Hypothetical, H-Y-P-E-R-T-H-E-T-I-C-A-L. world and welcome back to another episode of thanks for coming in i'm your host jillian claire if this is your first time tuning in welcome this is the show where i speak to fellow actors about their journeys and they share some fun audition stories it's usually a hoot and uh, we have a good time so welcome thank you for listening and if you are listening please hit that subscribe button and leave us a star or two in a review uh, it greatly helps. I know you're sick of hearing that from podcasters, but it does help us. So please do that. Today on the show, we have Mariam Basir. She is the star of the brand new series Lace on All Black, a really amazing new platform that you guys, if you're not already, you know, subscribing to that and hitting up that platform, you should because there's some amazing content. And I was so excited to talk to Mariam. So here is our conversation. And welcome to the show, Miss Miriam Basir. Hello. I'm so happy to be here. Thanks for having me. <laughs> I'm happy to have you, and um, I'm excited to talk to you about everything that you've been working on, um, including your new show, Lace. But let's go back to the beginning and um, tell me a little bit about how you got started in this in this wild industry. Yes, a wild industry it is. Um, the way that I got started is, well, as a kid, I never really, um, thought about being an actor. I never thought of it as like a possibility for me. Uh, I was just always a very creative child who 
like to do different endeavors, like, you know, make jewelry. And um, I was into fashion and doing hair and just like, I knew I wanted to be an entrepreneur one day and that was all I knew. <laughs> and I knew that I was creative, that I love to paint and draw and just anything creative I was into. So, um, so I, and I'll tell you a little story about me and my sisters. We had a, a company called Sisters 3 where we made oh. jewelry. Um, and sold the jewelry at art fairs in Ann Arbor, Michigan. And love that. So cute. <laughs> and so from there, I mean, my, 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 my mother always encouraged like creativity and just to kind of express ourselves in different ways. And I have an aunt who lives in New York, who I used to come see a lot when I was a kid or a few times when I was a kid. And I just knew the first time I visited New York, I have to live in New York. I have to be there. So mm -hmm. I uh, graduated. You catch that New York bug and it's like done. You're just like, I need to be there. I have to, right. So I moved here after school and um, and it was a random story. A security guard um, stopped me at the bank and I was just kind of there one day and he goes, um, have you ever thought about like acting or modeling? You know? <laughs> and I'm like, no, not really, you know, but that kind of put a bug in my ear because he was like really encouraging me, you know, you should really go after it, you know, and um, and so I did. I went to an agency and then they ended up signing me. So that's where kind of like my career began. Mm -hmm. And uh, from there, it just kind of like grew. So I started getting into like, you know, commercials and um, a lot of modeling and uh, what else? Yeah, pretty much that's it. And, and I got like a couple of stable gigs, like as a swimwear fit model for a bunch of different um, swim, swim brands. And, yeah. you know, just a lot of things in the same world. So... From there, uh, you know, a lot of work. One of the groundbreaking things was SBU. They say any actor that comes, they have to go through SBU. Yeah, yeah. If so. you live in New York, you have to be on SBU. Like it's like a staple. <laughs> yes. So, um, so once you know, once I got the the acting bug, and once I just start, you know, started doing more and more work, um, it led me to different like guest star, uh, co starring roles, and. One of the greatest was SVU that I enjoyed so much. Yeah. And um, that was in 2021 that that okay. aired. And oh, was that 2020? Listen, everything's a blur right now. Years don't make sense anymore. Oh, they wait, just wait, don't. Because <laughs> one of these years just kind of went and it just seemed like it didn't happen. I don't remember which one it was. Honestly, the last two have seemed like a complete little meld of time. It's combined at all. We'll call it 2020 slash 2021. Ish. Ish. Yeah, ish. There you go. So I did 20, I did uh, SVU, and then uh, shortly after that, I did uh, a film called Holiday Heartbreak, which was my first time leading a uh, as a lead actress in a uh, feature film that was like televised and actualized and like premiered Amazing. on the and stuff. So, and, and it's actually, they re-released it on Tubi. So it's available now on Tubi, Holiday Heartbreak. Heck yeah. And that is the film that I won Best Actress uh, in a Feature Film for, for the HAPA Awards. So I'm very proud Amazing. of that. Amazing. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and, um, yeah. So from there, that was in late 2021. That was December 2021 where that aired. And so after that, Lace came about and the producers called me. It was actually a funny story. Um, my manager, uh, they, someone called, my manager called me. It was like a Friday evening. He's like, listen, these people really want to talk to you. They want you to do this show called Lace. And 
He's like, you know, they're wanting to talk to you today. He said, I told them to send me the script and then you guys can talk on Monday. So you guys like, I'm going to have a video call on Monday with the two producers, Michelle and Katrina. So I, um, so he said that they pulled, he, uh, he was in a nor'easter storm and just like driving his car and they called him. They're like, look, pull over now. We have to get Miriam. Oh my gosh. <laughs> get pull over, you know? <laughs> so he pulls over in the nor'easter. She gives him all the deets. And then, um, and then, so we have this video call on Monday. And from the call, before I even got the guys call, I, I read the first page of the script, and I'm like, oh, my God, yes. Yes. Yeah. It's like so much drama, scandal, like, and um, the show is called Lace. I play Lacey McCullough, this prolific Los Angeles attorney. And it's kind of like it's a dream role for anyone who would want to play it. So I yeah. was so, like, honored to be able to be a part of the show. And, you know, like we were talking about earlier, it's like on such a groundbreaking network, um, all black, the first streaming network of its kind. It's incredible. I mean, to be a to be a lead actress leading an entire television series on a network that is literally like groundbreaking and breaking the glass ceiling and just kicking ass. I mean, (laughs) that's so flipping cool. Yeah, I'm incredibly honored. Trust me. I, I, you know, I'm very, very. happy to just be doing what I'm doing and to have this kind of opportunity you know it doesn't always come across no. you know a lot of times we put in work we put in work and you know for actors it's like things can be few and far between you know mm-hmm. where like you do like a hundred auditions and one of them might hit so um to be able to to get this show to land this great opportunity I just feel like incredibly blessed yeah Hashtag blessed hashtag blessed I mean it's it's true though as actors it's like we spend all of this time that and most people don't know it if you're not in the industry Mm -hmm. you don't realize that we spend hours and hours upon every audition and Mm -hmm. we book maybe one in 100 and then you're just like here's the thousands of hours that I I used that were purely just to build my craft but Mm -hmm. I didn't get paid for that (laughs) exactly and I read one time that it was like one in 63 yeah the stat like of auditions like you do one audition and then you that's like, so many and then you might like book one I was like oh. I think I've been lucky because I'm like I it's been the stats have been a little bit better than that yeah <laughs> but then the last year has been kind of crazy but um but you know before that and everything I think you know you do have to put in a lot of work though that's the point mm-hmm. there's a lot of work and so so we shot Lace in uh 2021 which is now last year yeah and uh we did that in LA we shot in about a month all the whole season all six episodes holy lord insane we had like a crazy shooting schedule and we just killed it every day sometimes we had to like you know you know how it is when you're on sometimes throw things at you like okay we're gonna add this scene today it's like okay I'll memorize these 10 pages real quick (laughs) and um (laughs) And yeah, so it was, it was, it was amazing though. It was like, we had great locations, a wonderful cast and crew and, um, you know, it turned out to be just such an amazing experience. And mm-hmm. for today, on November 4th of this, of, uh, 2021, uh, it, it was, you know, successful. A lot of people have been responding well to the show. Everybody's asking, when is season two? When is season two? Because there are some major cliffhangers. So, we Ooh. Have to but you know, we love a cliffhanger. <laughs> praying for season two was like that too every episode was like you know um you like you have to you have to binge it yeah yeah <laughs> i'm a binger so maybe he'll binge that tonight <laughs> um, 
Well, tell me what it was like, because obviously you you said you started acting after college. So, um, you know, a lot of people, they start acting when they're 17, 18. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's daunting to be on a big set for the first time. Tell me what it was like being on like your first television role and seeing the amount of people it takes to to make a show oh my gosh um the first one I don't know the first one where I felt so much pressure because some of the scenes are smaller and there are less people and you don't really see the people like the people are hiding like the PAs Mm -hmm. but the first time that I was just like okay I'm very intimidated right now was actually when I did SVU and uh you know, I just kind of was, they were like, okay, it's your turn, go. And there were like hundreds, there must have been, I don't know how many people. It was like a New York City street. There were tons of extras. There was like a whole crew, like these huge umbrellas, like just stuff everywhere, people everywhere. Um, Mariska Hargitay directed my episode and she was just- Oh like, my gosh. Entire life, but she's, um, you know, just that alone was intimidating. Yeah. <laughs> so, looking at you, okay, all the cameras are set up, everybody, and it's like action. It's like, you know, you have to to perform so it, it is daunting it's 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 intimidating and um but you know I'm, I'm up for the task I feel like preparation is key as long as you're prepared for it mm-hmm. even though even in those nervous moments you can if you're really truly prepared and you've worked on it and you know your, your stuff then you know once you get through a few takes it's kind of like okay I can do this you know yeah and Mariska was like such a huge cheerleader she's like you got this you got this you killed it like She's like really, you know, to have a director who's also an actor uh, to kind of like know what you're going through, it helped a lot. Yeah. I mean, I think that's always a plus when you have a director that is currently an actor or used to be an actor because they know what it's like to be on that side and they know the the pressure it involves because it's not just, you know, you, of course, want to deliver the best performance that you possibly can. Of course. But you also have hundreds of people surrounding you knowing that there's, you know, if you mess up on this take, they're going to have to do it again and they have to stay another 10 minutes tonight and they don't want to do that. Yes, yes. The pressure. But you know, pressure makes diamonds. Yeah. I recently saw an interview. Tom Holland was talking about how he had been told by somebody early in his career to turn his nervousness into excitement. And I think that's the best thing I've ever heard. You can use that. You can. It's like the nervous energy. Is, I feel like it comes from the same thing. The nervousness, mm-hmm. excitement, it kind of like comes from the same part of you. Yeah. Because you can actually use that as fuel to, to you know, to put into the character, to put into the scene. So it, it's exciting. Like the nervousness is like a slash excitement. Well, yeah. And I think, I think being nervous is also like a good thing because it means that you care about it. It means that you want to be there. It means that you have a passion for it and you're not just like, oh, whatever. Yeah, I don't want to get to the point where I'm like, uh, you know, because then you're not challenging yourself, you're not putting mm-hmm. any pressure on yourself, and the work's honestly probably not going to be as good unless you are like really challenging yourself and feeling those the stomach jitters that you feel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, speaking of challenging yourself, I mean, you're you're at this great point in your career. You have you know these things kind of snowballing now. Um, what is it that you want as an actor to explore? What kind of characters do you want to tackle? The kind of characters that I want to tackle, I would love to do action heroes, sci-fi, um, just like some kick-ass characters. Yeah. Uh, you know, like, anime.
anime style, you know, Laura Croft. Like I'm into that kind of stuff. So mm. I, I love, um, I love, you know, playing an, an attorney. On, mm-hmm. It's 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 range, you know. Then on SBU, I can go to playing like a, um, a stripper, or yeah. you can go to play, you know, it's like, or you can play like a college student, or like a waitress, or you know, it's always fun to have that range and to be able to do different things. But like my soul inside wants me to be like an action. You know, I see it. I see fun. it for you. All right, cool. I love the sci-fi world. I love um, just, you know, the, the television right now, just on Netflix and Amazon Prime, like, and who there are so many amazing, fantastical TV mm-hmm. shows. And I'm like, I would love to be a part of that, to have, like, some kind of special powers or magic or, you know. Oh, yeah. Like I would love. I don't see that many black women doing a lot of stuff like that. You know, no, I feel like I feel like the only one that comes to mind is Vampire Diaries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's one of them. And I've seen some, like some of the newer ones. Um, what? There's a great show on Amazon Prime, and The Wheel of Time. That was. Oh great. yes. Have you seen I, that? I watched the first couple episodes, and I was like, okay, I got to do this, but I need to focus on it, and I haven't been able to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love that show. They they are very. I noticed something because like, a lot of the, especially the medieval. Um, times they don't really showcase a lot of people I don't really see myself I'm like okay was everybody mm-hmm. just, you know white in this you know no. in this fantasy world like could they at least <laughs> you know, like, you know I, I get it but you know let's get a little bit of inclusion so I love to see like shows like that that are showing you know strong African-American characters as well you know mm-hmm. and that's not like Asian you know, just all different uh, nationalities, and I love to see it. Like, I love to see that. Well, yeah. and it's it's more representative of what the world actually is. Yeah. Let's be real, right? <laughs> I mean, that's Not how the world true. actually is. So it yeah, should yeah, be that. So important. That's why, you know, even with Lace, just playing um, a, a black female, an attorney who's extremely successful, who's, you know, has all the things that she wants in life, you know, her personal life is a little bit, there's a little bit to be desired. She has a I lot mean, going on, but, um, but she's like, a kick-ass um, lawyer. Come on. Right, thank you. That's important. So, you know, a little black girl might see that when say, oh, you know, I can be that. Because a lot of times, like, when you have a dream as a kid, if you don't see yourself, you're not going to think, like, I can actually do this. Yeah. So it's really just, the inclusion is just so important, you know? So I, I love to be a part of shows like that for people to look up at, to me and say, okay, can do this. Um, you mentioned earlier that you um, have always been an entrepreneur. So tell me a little bit about that and like what you see in the future. Maybe you step behind the camera. What uh, what kind of things do you want to do outside of acting? I see so many things. Oh my gosh. Um, so this is, as far as acting, I just want to go as far as I possibly can. I'm talking Oscars. I'm talking yeah, baby. You know, major films. I'm talking big networks. And um, that's my main priority right now. Um, I do see definitely uh, a lot of things entrepreneurially in the future. I see like beauty brands. I see uh, those kind of, you know, endorsements, but like, you know, with my name. Mm-hmm. I see um, being behind the camera. That's something that I have so many ideas just as an actor and like living life. You kind of just think of all these ideas. Oh my God, this would make such a great film or this would yeah. be such a great series. So to be able to, you know, collaborate with some people and just kind of like step behind the camera and kind of like produce and things like that is an exciting 
idea for me to think about. So. Well, and I think as an actor, it's like we read all these scripts all the time. We know what's out there. We know what people are making and we know what is still needed. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, that's exciting to think about. I mean, I love I love the acting role and I want to be I also want to still act like I want to just act forever like Cicely Tyson, you know, she's yeah. like in her 90s and she like passed away and still like right before that was like working on films and yeah. You know, so I think acting is such a beautiful career because I was actually talking to somebody about that the other day, like about like, you know, like what happens after acting and retirement and stuff like that. You know, people with the nine to five, they have like to think about retirement and I'm like, Mm -hmm. you know, I want to be able to just live and support myself. But then at the same time, it's like, I I just want to always be able to work, (laughs) you know, it's something that you just like never stop doing. Um, well, on this show, we like to share audition stories of things that have either gone awry, like the recording of this podcast, or, <laughs> um, uh, we're able to adapt to things. Yeah, we are. Uh, <laughs> but we like to share stories about, um, you know, funny things that have happened or bad things that have happened. Do you have anything you'd like to share with the audience? Oh my gosh, there are so many bad things that have happened to the audience. <laughs> 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 Let me think um something funny okay so this was for a really big show right and I I went in for the audition and um and I uh I killed it like I killed the audition I was like okay I was amazing you know I was feeling myself after that right then I went to the call I got the call back I was like I knew I was gonna get a call back like Mm -hmm. I was up with the tears and everything you know they came they came through the tears yes <laughs> and um, so I got the call back which I expected but then when I went to the call back I sucked like I completely sucked at the call back so oh, the call back was like um like 15 people the audition was like two people like the reporter mm-hmm. and like the casting director or the casting assistant or whoever and it was like at the network so um it was a big deal. So but when I went for the callback, I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, I guess I was just nervous, and it just overtook me. I felt mm-hmm. like I sucked. Um, and there were 15 people, including the director, producer. And these are, like, major people who, like, have several shows on TV right now who have been around for many years. And, you know, it's intimidating. And so I went up there, and I felt like it wasn't as good as the, as the callback. I mean, as their in, initial audition. Mm-hmm. So as I'm walking out, I hear somebody say, like, the major person say, uh, red light. And I was like, you know, as I was walking out, I couldn't just turn around. And they were like, what does that mean? Like, what does that mean? Red light. I started Googling. Nothing came up. I'm like, what does red light mean? I have to know. And so I was like, I just, they probably were just like, red light, stop. Like, you know, she's out of here. So (laughs) why did they call me back like a couple hours later and said that I booked a job? I was like, oh my gosh. So red light must have meant like, stop. That's the one. Yeah. So I was just like, okay, apparently... Sometimes when you think you bombed it, like, you really killed it, you know? And sometimes when you think you killed it, they never call you. Yeah. (laughs) You never know what they want on the other side of that table. Never. (laughs) It's just like, okay, I could have sworn I killed that and never got a phone call. And then then sometimes you're like, oh, my gosh, I completely sucked. And then you just, I think because you let it go. Sometimes when you feel like you're sucking anyway, you just kind of, like, let it go and then you're more Mm -hmm. natural. I'm trying to think of what science is behind it, but. I mean, it could be. You know that you're sucking when you're sucking. Like, you get halfway through and you're like, oh, man, I'm bombing this so bad. Whatever. Nothing I do now is going to save this. And then here it is. Like natural human, and that's when you book it. So Yeah. You could be on to something here. I think so. 
<laughs> I'm gonna intentionally bomb this so that hopefully I sound more human. Yes, yeah, <laughs> that works. <laughs> I love that. Um, well, it has been such a pleasure talking to you and getting to know you, and I'm so excited to see what you do next. Um, where can people follow you on social media? So my Instagram is Miriam Basir underscore. So it's just M A R Y A M B A S I R underscore. And um, everything is pretty much there. All my links are there. Everything is like through Instagram now. So, and I have okay. another film coming out. Film coming out um, this year, early this year, sometime. And I can't. They haven't announced the name of it yet. But um, ah. it's with Mary Hardrick and um, Amen Joseph. So wow. Cool. Well, everyone's going to have to follow you so that we can keep up with your work and see this new movie. Um, and I'm so excited to see your career. I think you you have such a bright future ahead and such a great personality and energy and vibe. So thank you again. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate this. It was great talking to you. You too. Thank you again to Miriam for coming on the show. We had so many technical issues uh, recording this episode. So thank you for hanging in there with me as we figured out what was wrong with uh, the internet and all of the things that were happening. (laughs) Thanks again for listening. Tune in next week. I'll have another awesome person on the show. And uh, if you haven't yet, hit up our social media. Those links are in the show notes. And uh, we do a lot of fun, cool graphics over on our Instagram. So hit that up. And as always, thanks for coming in. Anna Sheridan, New York Times bestselling author of Supernatural Horror, missing for nearly six months now. That's not possible. Is the compass broken? Or did I turn to the Given the circumstances of her disappearance, someone with a more vivid imagination might decide she'd pierce the veil, so to speak. Weak radio signal. 700 meters. Closing fast. There's no place for ghost stories and close encounters in this investigation, or any other. I need you to find me. Of course. What else would it be? The Shared Tapes, a serialized horror mystery podcast. Stream the complete series today on Realm and on all podcasting platforms.